Welcome to Light It Up, a podcast about resilient women balancing motherhood, their careers, personal lives, and all of the challenges that come along with being a superwoman. Each week, you'll be motivated to take action to lead, inspire, transform, and empower. Now, here's your host, Dr. Regina Mashira. everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode of Light It Up. I'm excited about today's episode because I have um, returning to the Light It Up podcast, Mr. F.L. Beattie, who is one of the co-authors for um, an anthology um, called Domestic Violence, Love Was a Battlefield. And uh, today we're going to be talking to him about his um, participation in the anthology as well as some other works that he's been involved in. Um, So welcome to Light It Up. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be back here. I appreciate it. I appreciate the offer and the opportunity. Yeah, it was so exciting. Um, We, a few weeks ago, Um, I had an opportunity to meet you guys virtually and talk about um, your stories and your contribution to the book. And you had a very fascinating story um, Mm. about your experience with um, domestic violence. But before we even jump into that, this was not your first published work. So you have published other works as well. Um, You've published A Broken Circle in 2017 and then Broken Chains, which was the first book of the Healed series that Mm -hmm. you've developed. And now just recently, you've published another book, which is, now now I've lost it. Lost the title of the book. What's the title the, of your latest book? I'm so sorry. The Road Less Traveled. The Road Less Traveled. That's right. That's right. Um, and in addition to that, you are also um, the host. Um, you have radio program on Block mm-hmm. Talk Radio. And so you yes, have, indeed. yeah, you've also allowed authors like me, like yourself, um, provided them with a platform through the author's alley. So yes, you're doing a lot of great work for independent um, publishers. So yeah, I'll try, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I honestly try. So let's just kind of jump right in um, for uh, perhaps some of um, the listeners who may not have had an opportunity to listen to the um, the episode that you did with your co-authors, could you just uh, for the listeners talk about um, you know your background, your experience, your passion for writing? Because this, like I said, this isn't something that's mm-hmm. new to you. You've always had a passion of writing. So, what made you decide that you wanted to publish um, books? Well, it, it started wow, started a long time ago. Um, since around like eight or ten, like eight or nine years old, I really just loved to write. Um, wrote short stories, um, wrote poetry. Uh, me and my me and my brother, my twin brother, had um, wrote a comic book off of like an anime series that we that we watched as kids. Um, my brother did a lot of the drawing. I did a lot of the coloring. So my brother did the penciling. I did the coloring, and I also did we also did the dialogue. Uh, balloons and also the dialogue squares in the comic. In the comic. So 
Um, that's something my mom actually keeps because it was a one-time thing and my mom still has it. So <laughs> uh, from there, um, just a lot of poetry. Um, a lot of poetry, a lot of um, short stories, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, just kind of just, it blossomed down the writing uh, feature, like noveling stuff. Mm-hmm. Now with your, I noticed um, from the Healed series, if you could just kind of talk about that, um, why was it important for you to develop a series of um, books that kind of focuses on um, the healing process that individuals have gone through or different trials or tribulations? Um, the book kind of speaks from my own experiences as an individual going through the things that we all as human beings go through, um, depression, uh, suicide attempts, loss, um, frustration, things of that nature. So I want to attack those issues head on um, and, to, and speak about them in a, in a transparent way to where Anybody that reads what I reads what I write can get can get number one gain understanding of what it is they they may be going through, but also find their find their own way of healing as well. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting that you bring that up, or you've developed this healing series because you know when we look at just gender roles and and the differences between men and women, um, you know sometimes we um, sometimes men, black men in particular, don't necessarily deal with um, some of the trauma that they may experience or, you know, um, don't deal with the healing process in this, you know. So why is that important, particularly if you're talking about men who, who are trying to find ways to heal from some of their past hurt and pain? I think it's important because it's important, I think, because number one, we are, it's important for us because we, number one, we have to be, we as men have to be, we as, well, we as human beings, first of all, mm-hmm. have to be transparent with ourselves and understand that, hey, I have this burden that I've been carrying for years and I need to just kind of find a way to get rid of it or jettison it somehow. Um, I think healing is, the first step in healing is understanding where, where and why you're hurting. Um, once you understand that, then the real, the actual healing process can begin. Yeah, agreed. Now, the book, your first published work, a published circle. I'm sorry, a broken circle. Mm-hmm. Could you could you talk about that book? What's the what is that book about? Okay, so the book revolves revolves around four characters. Um, each one of them have has experienced domestic abuse or violence in some way, shape, or form. Um, the lead character is, well, I won't say the lead character, but one of the characters is Leviticus. She's a businesswoman. Her husband abused her. Um, then we're talking about Jared. He's a businessman who suffers financial and emotional abuse in the form of his wife. Um, LJ is a teenager, a senior that's about to graduate from high school. He, he experienced abuse through um, through his um, parents and his, well, his parents, his mother and his uncle. And also Karina, she's, a, she's one of the ones that was, she's the one that had experienced sexual abuse through a foster father and also she also an abuse of self because she became because that put her in a situation to become a prostitute. And and so with your your series of books and even with, with this particular um, topic, 
it kind of falls in line with the anthology that you um, contributed to. Um, why is the topic of domestic violence important uh, for you to try to tackle through your writings and through your published work? I think number one, that domestic violence is an important top topic to have to tackle um, just because it's something that's very, that's not talked about all the time, especially mm -hmm. not in our circle. Mm -hmm. So, but, but I also touch on the other, I touch on the other aspects of it as well, such as, such as depression, such as um, suicide attempts, such as um, loss that could be had, that could transpire through that. So I touch on the other parts of that too, because it's not, it's not just the domestic violence part of it. There are other parts of it as well. So you have to kind of touch on every aspect of it in order to get a complete understanding of it. Agreed, agreed. And um, I've, I've done, it seems like the last um, several episodes of Focus has been on domestic violence, but we haven't yeah. had an opportunity to like touch upon the views or um, I guess the experiences of the abuser. Um, mm. Right. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't talk about. Um and in, in the book um Love Was a Battlefield, you had the unique experience of talking about domestic violence from both aspects. Um one of being um an abuser, although I think in our earlier uh episode I kind of tried to push you to task on that as far as labeling the labeling <laughs> of that <laughs> because you know the way i viewed it from what i read it was an incident that just kind of spiraled out of control you know right um, right and so but you you talk about um the experience from that lens and something that we rarely get an opportunity um to see you know as an outsider looking in so can you talk about um you know the importance of 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 telling that story so that readers can get a glimpse of what that looks like for someone who's been in that situation hmm. to tell that to speak on that from that particular lens like why first and foremost, well first and foremost first and foremost i have to say this it was a very harrowing thing to write about simply because of the fact of the emotional um baggage that was involved um to answer the question in a more direct manner um it's important to say to speak on that because number one it's a way for someone who's been through that to get some form of healing or some form of um some sort of paid penance through that. Um, a lot of a lot of people don't. A lot of people won't say that or won't express that in that particular manner because of the simple fact of the first of all the stigmatism that goes with it, and the ostracism that goes with it as well. Like as I, as I stated, as I mentioned before, in when we all talked in a group setting, um, one event ostracized me, the other event stigmatized me. So to walk around with that particular type of burden or weight on you is, is heavy. Mm -hmm. And it's sometimes it's, sometimes it gets to the point to where you wonder how or why you went through that, or you even experienced that 
what was the lesson into that? Um, for me, the lesson was in the control, my anger, and to try to be a lot more, not much more of a peaceable individual. Um, I had to, I had to learn, I had to learn pacifism the hard way. Hmm. That's, and, and I mean, what a lesson to learn just based upon everything that you experienced from that one um, situation. Extremely humbling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've noticed even with your writing, because I had an opportunity to take a look at um, your website where you have your blogs, because you also blog as well, um, Avenues of the Soul. Yeah. Um, so if people want to, what made you decide, was that something that you decided to do early on in, in terms of, you know, with your writing, um, blogging about different, you know, thoughts, experiences, et cetera? Well, with that, um, I wanted to be extreme. I wanted to be completely transparent, um, mostly about me and mostly about the things that I that I've experienced as an individual. Um, one of the one of the for one of the first blogs I wrote about was um, loss. Uh, when I, I lost my I lost my youngest my oldest child um, due to through police violence. Um, but also I also understood that you know how much of a transformative process that was for me. Um, it really kind of put me in a mindset to really just speak about me and a lot of things that I went through, a lot of the emotions that I went through uh, emotionally with the changes that I was experiencing as an adult, as well as an adult, but as a man and also as a father and also as a husband, as a, um, as a son and as a brother. So I had to really put those things in perspective. So those blogs and those things are personal, but they also speak to something that I'm trying, something that I'm growing into um, on a daily basis. Do you talk about that with, um, in terms of like the importance of being transparent? Um, you know, like when you're interviewing um, people on your uh, radio platform, um, how I often, do? Yeah, does that come up? And uh, it's I like, actually do. Okay. It does. It does. Um, when I, I usually I tell any author that I interviewed is like, look, you know, this is this is a platform for you to be as transparent and is to be as open and honest as you possibly can. I also tell them that you know, this, on this particular show, there's we're not we're not censored. So you say you say what you got to say in the manner that you need to say it. Um, I do. I'm, I stress that on a all the time. Just be be yourself. Don't worry about who you're trying to impress or what you're trying or who you're trying to impress to. Be who you are. Mm -hmm. um, let that let that part of you shine. Every and then and then it'll draw everybody else to you. So let's talk about uh, your show too, because how <laughs> have you been able to incorporate being an author and then a uh, talk show host? How does that kind of all work together? Woo, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. That has been a very interesting experience to say the least simply because simple fact because i have it's because i have complete autonomy to create the type of show that i want to create so um 
to mix all that in and also try to be someone who's writing, who's editing, who's writing and creating at the same time. You know, I'm the type of person who's my, who's my creative mind goes 24 seven, 365 days a year, seven days a week. So there's no point, there's no point in time where my mind is not, not running across an idea or something like that. So to combine the part, the aspect of me being an author, author to the aspect of me being a radio show host and also to the aspect of me being everything else in between, in between those two aspects, it's been, it's been, it's been a hair, it's been diff, it's almost like diff, it's been a difficult, but very humbling experience. Mm-hmm. How do you go about, um, cause I'm, I'm also new to this and I think you've been at this a little bit longer than I have, um, <laughs> but how do you go about, I mean, was your focus from the beginning to highlight authors or is that just, how did you develop this, um, you know, the segment, the author's alley? Well, I developed that segment with um, a couple of friends. Mm-hmm. Well, not a couple of friends. So I developed the segment with a, with my cousin. At that particular point, the focus was just on authors. Mm-hmm. Um, when there were times where we didn't have an author aboard, we, um, we taught me and my cousin talked about other issues political issues, social issues. So, so you definitely touch on, and, and I think we talked about this briefly um, when we spoke before, that you know you come from a social justice lens as well, and that's an important um, topic um, for you. How do you continue to have the, um, to put that in the forefront but still at the same time with your selection of guests who are authors, you know, that may not necessarily fit in that realm. Do you? Hmm. For me, I'm not, I am, I'm not, I'm not discriminatory when it comes to authors. Um, all germs are welcome for me. Um, I, I prefer, I prefer to be, I prefer to interview authors of all germs. I'm not selective when it comes to, the genre of writing that the author represents, whether it be urban fiction, whether it be historical, historical nonfiction or Christian fiction. I don't, I don't, I don't discriminate when it comes to that. Um, my, my main, my main focus is always to be able to allow that author to get their, get their, you know, to have their shine on the show and be able to speak about their work um, in detail. And then, you know, as, those questions that pertain to their work, but also pertain to who they are as an author. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that with the platform that you, you're providing is, you know, greatly needed. Um, I've, I've been seeing so many um, newly published authors, you know, which is great because it, it shows that there's plenty of talent and people have a story to tell. I've, I've told people before, like everyone has a story. Um, so as someone who has published three books, um, and, and who oh, really? no, I'm talking about you, not me. Oh, me? Oh, I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> no. I so as someone who has published multiple books, what advice can you give someone who is looking, um, who's interested in, you know, take going down that journey of becoming a published author? First and foremost. Um, whatever fits you, whatever ha- whatever fits for you, whatever goes for you, find that voice, and your voice will your voice will follow you. Mm-hmm. 
And then what about um, finding people to like, what's the, um, I guess, what's the difference in terms of your experience, like the benefits to collaborating with other authors, you know, collaborating like in the work that you, you just recently participated in with anthology and then having the sole responsibility of producing a book as, you know, as a sole author. Do you have a preference? I, pers I personally don't. One thing that most people that people don't know about me from Radio Land that I'm a that I'm an introvert. So I prefer to be in those environments where I'm able to thrive on my own. As far as like, you know, collaborations with people, you know, I I, I love collaborating with people, especially when it's something that I'm especially when it's something that I'm passionate about or something that I feel I have a voice to. Um, when Sam was asking for people about, you know, to tell their stories, you know, I jumped on it immediately because I felt that, you know, my story had to, my, my story needed to be heard. And that I had felt that, that my messaging was good or going to be productive for those people, for everybody involved. And you know, how have, so, yeah. how have people responded to your story? You know what? Um, my, my spouse, thank God. I think so. I thank God for her. She mm -hmm. is very, she's been very supportive. Um, she, you know, she's the one that, she's the one that, you know, was very, very positive in what she went and her, the words to, that she, the words that she said to me, you know, she understood that, you know, that, that, that aspect of me or that part of me. And she accepted that with open arms. Um, I've had other people, you know, come to me in a manner to would to like, um, people have asked me, you know, can you speak here? Can you speak there? Can you do this? Can you do, I mean, it's at a point at a time, at, at one point it's been, it had been overwhelming, but now, but now I understand my voice has, my voice has a, has a, my voice matters. And then and it's beginning to resonate with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just think it's, 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 it's great that, you know, you were actually willing to tell your story <laughs> and you felt that it was important enough to share your story with other people because I'm, I'm sure, I'm confident that there are other men who have experienced the same thing that you had experienced in your past, yet they're not willing to be transparent enough to talk about it. So, you know, the fact that all. you were able to do that or willing to do that, I think goes without saying, um, it speaks <laughs> to your character and the type of person um, that you are. Um, I don't want to get to the end to, to talk about <laughs> where can people get the books that you've published? Um, how, well, how would they go about doing that? Well, they can always find my books on Amazon. Um, each one of the books, or, or is available on Amazon. Now, the second book, of Broken Chains, basically is a republishing of the first book, the first book that I had up on the publisher, uh, Diamond Cut Publications. So what happened with that, you know, me and the publisher had an amicable split. They were nice, they were very kind enough to give me their, give me the, the manuscript, I was able to get the manuscript, edit it, add more content to it, um, add more informative information to it. 
also gave me a, a little bit of time to flesh out the characters just a little bit more and then just republish it as a as a, um, as an independent author okay and so so you've had that experience of working with a publishing company and then having to make the decision so the um because some of us you know haven't gone down that road but would you advise people if they can to the extent possible to self-publish or you know publish independently versus or does it just really kind of depend on what you're seeking as an author largely depends on what you're seeking as an author if you're looking for more autonomy and a little bit more creative control then of course the self-publishing route will be for you if you're looking to you know do this another way without having to pay for editing and typesetting and all those other things then yeah go the publisher route just know that each one has its own pros and cons i highly suggest that anyone that's doing that to research both and then kind of develop their own pros and cons and then move move in the path that they feel is going to be better for them okay great advice um do you have what 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 else do you have coming down the pike because i know you, you're constantly working <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Besides the well, besides the two books that I'm working on, I'm actually working with another author. I'm helping her put out helping her put out her book by doing a lot of the the legwork, such as the editing and the other and those things. So I'm helping her put out her book. In addition to still creating episodes for my office alley program, I'm still blogging. I'm actually working on two other projects. One one is um, the third book in the Hill series, which is I call that one the um, the path the path forward, and then I'm working on something else with my brother. Um, I am a large, I am a big, big, large Tom Clancy fan. Uh, I am into the military type stuff. So um, me and my brother, we both we both served and we both served in the Navy. We both and I've done a little bit of a stint as a personal protection agent. Uh, so we've been doing a lot of research on this other work that we're doing. Um, Mostly, you know, tactics, weapon systems, things of that nature. Um, thank God I still have friends in that in those communities that I can speak with um, about those things. Um, just to kind of give folks a little a small hint of what it is. Um, basically, it's about about an anti anti terrorism group that was formed by the UN, and they're chasing a known terrorist throughout a known terrorist throughout, you know, in the city of city, the state of Georgia and the state of California and then in, in abroad. So it's a very, very large undertaking. So me and my brother have been are really taking our time to make sure that this is gonna be just as good, just as good, if not better than anything else that, you know, anything that I put out thus far. Gotcha. Um, and so when can we look, when can we expect that? Because I mean, it seems like you've been publishing new books every year <laughs> <laughs> this one's gonna be a little because because i'm now i've written a rough draft to it mm -hmm. but me and my brother are going over it because there there's so many things there's so many things that happen as far as like you know anti-terrorism tactics those things kind of those things change constantly so i want to make sure that i'm completely up to date with you know what i'm doing and how i'm doing it mm -hmm. um that's, that one's going to be something that me and my brother are still developing. And so we're writing and we're talking about it as we speak. So whatever part, you know, if we, if this doesn't sound right, we won't use it. Or if it sounds completely over the top and it's like extremely crazy, then we're probably going to use it anyway. Um, 
So that one will be a little little ways down the line. I would say for that one will probably be more early, more early 2021, okay. perhaps, because that one's going to be a little bit more involved. Now, the other one, um, the Pass Forward, that one, that one's being, I'm writing that one as we speak. Um, just to give a small hint of that one, this one continues along the same paths of what I've been writing about thus far. It doesn't, now this one doesn't necessarily involve domestic violence or anything like that, uh, but it does involve other aspects of the things that we go through as human beings. So, and plus I do, and plus I'm introducing a new character. Mm-hmm. Her name is um, Deshanta McCants. She is a police officer and she witnesses a indiscriminate, a, a, an indiscriminate murder of an individual of color. Um, and she's tied, and part of her story is being, she's tied, but she's torn between her duty as an officer, but also her duty as a human being, as a human being to report it. So I introduced that part of the story, but I also um, resolve some issues between my other two, my other two characters, which is um, Jared and Levitica. So I try to resolve, I resolve their, their, um, their ongoing things, plus try to find a way to enhance their enhance their romantic love interest oh that sounds interesting (laughs) interesting would not be the word (laughs) well i mean but it still sounds like you're on track still to this uh, publishing new works um on a consistent basis um which you know it takes a lot of work and a lot of discipline and focus to be able to do considering everything else that you know you have going on how do you stay on track in terms of continuing with your writing and producing um new published work hmm. so that's still a work in progress for me because for me it's like i don't have a set writing schedule when an idea hits me i write it down in my notebook and i read it to see if it's relevant to what I'm uh, what I'm currently putting out. If it is, then I'll add it in there, but I'll also make sure that it's, it fits to what I'm doing. Um, as far as like um, mixing that in with producing these shows, I mean, with the shows, I try to stay at least one show ahead, but at least a week ahead. Mm-hmm. So that way I'm not scrambling on a Thursday night to put a show together that's gonna air on a Friday. Right. And your, your shows are live, correct? That's that. Yes, they are. Yeah. Yes, they are. Okay. All right. I prefer it that way. <laughs> well, we got to make sure and, and tell, tell everybody where can they hear your show? I know it airs on Friday nights, Friday evenings, but if you, could you just share the details um, so course. that we can check you out? Of course. So to you, so my show, The Office Alley Tune is come, comes on every Friday night, Friday evening at 9.30 Eastern Time. That'll be 8.30 Central, 6.30 Pacific. Um, the show is a two-hour two show. Um, we interview, um, I interview authors of all genres. Um, all genres are welcome to, you know, to, to call me and to call in and interview with me. Um, we talk about the author, their work. We also talk about what's in line, what's next down the line with them. And, you know, in the, in the middle of all that, I do play a little bit of music. That it's a little bit of a 90s, 2000s early 2000s hip-hop type thing because that's what i grew up on yeah 
Um, and that's the best music to me ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you guys, if you guys, if you guys are able to do that on this this coming Friday, you know, tune in, go to www.blogtalkradio forward slash diversity the minds. Um, you'll see the you'll see the list of episodes. The current the most current episode will be the one on top. The other thing I also want to mention that I am I am also um, in conjunction with my office alley programming. I'm also going to be airing a show called The Social Experiment. And that's going to be, that's something I'm going to air like every, it's going to be, instead of a weekly broadcast, it's going to be a monthly broadcast. So what I'm going to, what I do with that, I'm going to just tackle issues that are relevant to us in the the Black community. Um, The first issue I talked about was domestic violence. The next issue I'm going to talk about because this is also one of the things I'm a strong advocate for is police brutality and social justice. And so those are the things I got going on. So like I said, that that is a monthly program that the social the social social experiment is a monthly program. I will try, I always try to give people an advance notice of when that airs so they so they'll be able to tune in. Um, like I said, if you guys go to www.blogtalkradio forward slash diversity of minds. Um, you guys will be able to um, listen to those episodes, and if there's an episode that you want that you want to hear and you weren't able to tune in, you can all you can upload the audio. Um, for the for the social experiment, is that one also live as well, or is it? Um... It's live. Okay. okay. All shows are live now. Recorded. If if it's a recording, I try to let people know ahead of time that it's a recorded show and that in the time that it'll air. Gotcha. And does that also, um, the social experiment that airs monthly on a Friday as well, or is it on? Yes. Okay. It's a Friday. Okay. All right. Well, sounds (laughs) like you've got your hands full. (laughs) Do I? So I will, um, definitely will be keeping up with you and what you have, uh, going on and I'll be tuning in to Block Talk Radio to listen to the author's alley as well as the social experiment. Most um, definitely. So, I'll make, I'll, matter of fact, I'll make sure I'll drop you the link to this week's show so that way you'll be able to tune in. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Do you, just in closing, um, I want you, if you can, just uh, number one, I know you can do this. <laughs> Plug your books, tell everybody where they can um, get your books. And then also, um, if you could just tell us from your series, particularly the Healed series, and then from the anthology, what is it that you want people to walk away with after reading your, your work? Most definitely. So to answer the first one, which is the easiest one, um, you guys can find my work, my books on Amazon. Um, each book is on Amazon. So you go to Amazon.com, search up FLBD, or you can also look up the book, look at the book titles. One is Broken Chains. The other one is The um, the Road Less Traveled. You can also look up uh, the Domestic Violence Anthology by the name as well. Um, all three of those books are on Amazon. Um, if you are looking to have a signed personal copy, well, I have, I have personal copies of Broken Chain. So if you're looking for a signed copy, personal copy of that one, I can most definitely get that one to you as well because I do have a few still on hand. Now, if you're looking for a signed personal copy of The Role That's Traveled, you would probably have to send that one to me. I sign it and I'll send it back to you. It's, don't, you wouldn't have, the person would not have to worry about paying for, any, paying for shipping or anything like that. It's just something that I like to do for 
those people who want to have a personal copy. Okay. And to answer the second question, how to answer that? What do I want people to take away from everything that I've written thus far? First and foremost, I want to, I'll say this, that um, the road to healing is a process. Um, it requires you to travel down paths that you may not even want to travel down. And it also requires you to look a lot, look much, much harder into yourself than you probably would have wanted to in one, in one form or another. Um, the thing that I want that I want people to take away from it is that to look into yourself, understand where you've been, you know, and understand where you're going. Um, it's not about, to me, it's not about where, it's not about how you go, it's about when you arrive. And I always tell people, it's, it's, you have to focus on it's always about focusing on yourself, what you're going to do to improve yourself as you continue to travel down each path. And you have to understand that each path is something that you have to navigate. And successful navigation leads to healing, leads to um, a form of peace. It also leads to an understanding, a more, a better understanding of yourself as a whole, not only as a human being, but as a man or as a woman or as a child. Um, it is so easy for us to be thrown off our paths because of a small, because of something, un, first of all, expected and unexpected. But I think it's also important for us to understand why we've been thrown off the, thrown off the path with the path and to understand that there's a reasoning for why we all are traveling the path we are. Healing comes in, healing to me comes in many forms. It can come in physical healing, it can come in emotional, it can come in mental healing. Each one of those is a stepping stone to achieving that thing that we all wanna we all wanna have, which is called peace. So you have to take it take it one day at a time, one moment at a time. If you do that, you know your path is already set before you. Now all you have to do is just take that one step and begin your journey. I think those are uh, great words for us to close on. Um, because we definitely are all going down uh, different journeys. But at the end of the day, I think all of us want to find the ultimate goal is to find peace. Indeed. We all, we all, look, we're all, we're all looking for that in some, for some way, shape or form. Yeah. Well, I am so glad that I had an opportunity to talk to you one-on-one -on -one today. Glad that yes, indeed. to make the connection or continue the connection that we've established. So yes, thank indeed. you so much for uh, joining me today. For My pleasure. Thank you for having me. No problem. It was a pleasure. Be thank you. To you soon. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. Take care. You too. Thanks for joining me this week on Light It Up make sure you visit my website at www.lightituppodcast.com or www.ajinamohammed.com. You can also find me on social media using the handle at lightituppodcast. If you like what you've heard, please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or you can simply tell a friend about the show. 
Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Until next time, light it up and shine bright like a diamond.